Welcome to the light of the world. Jesus Christ came into the world because of the love that God hath for us. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Pastor Jackie Martin has been in a series on love. Today she's going to talk about love in action. Join us for this dynamic message. I also want you to join us as she talks about how we love each other and how we can make a great difference in the lives of those that we are in a relationship with, whether it's our family members, church members, children, relatives, associates, and neighbors. Stay tuned, and after today's message, you can find out how you can hear it in its entirety. Now come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. See, love makes a choice every day to do for others what God has done for us. See, you make a choice and say, well, God, since God has demonstrated his love towards me when I was in my sin, you make the same choice to demonstrate your love towards other people, even when they're in their sins, even when people are ugly, or even when you're in situations where it is hard to love, you have to love them by demonstrating that you care for them regardless of what they say and regardless of what they do. You have to spring to action. You spring forth. You show love. We don't just say it. It's a choice, church. I know oftentimes when we are married, I heard this story that a husband said to his wife. He says, listen, he said, I'm going to walk down this aisle and I'm going to marry you. And at that point, I'm going to tell you that I love you. And then that's going to be the last time. You're not going to ever hear me continue to repeat the words that I love you. But throughout our lifetime, I'm going to demonstrate to you how much I love you so that you don't have to ever worry about whether I love you or not not. And so what was he saying is that I'm not just going to make a vow. I'm not just getting up there saying empty words, but I'm going to prove myself in a lifetime. He said, I'm going to demonstrate my love towards you. So the Bible tells us love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices in the truth. See, love rejoices in what is true. Love is not happy when it sees injustice, but it is happy when it sees the truth. Love does not rejoice when something is going wrong in somebody else's life. See, as believers, oftentimes we see other people having difficult situations in their life. And then we're saying, well, I told you so he was going to get it. No, that's not love. We rejoice when we see bad things happen to other people. But that's not the kind of love God says. Listen, true, genuine, agape love does not rejoice when we see other people hurting. It does not rejoice in injustice. But it is happy with the truth. You can have truth without love. But you cannot have love without truth. For let me show you what the word says. He says, speak the truth in love. 
So what does that imply? It implies that you can also speak truth without love. And we're bad at speaking the truth without love. We said, listen, I have the truth. My truth is my armor. My truth is my weapon. My truth is the thing that I use that I'm coming against you with. But I'm speaking truth, but I'm not speaking in love. See, when you speak the truth without love, you weaponize your truth. And you use it to alienate, to control, to harm those that you are speaking to. Love rejoices in truth. The agape love of God does not just rejoice in truth, but it rejoices, it rejoices in truth, but it celebrates when it see other people having good times, when it see that you're having great success. It's, it rejoices, it celebrates, it celebrates and delight when it see things that are going well in your life. But the agape love of God does not rejoice or celebrate or find pleasure or delight in unrighteousness. Instead, God's love only rejoices in the truth. It rejoices with what is going well. It rejoices with what is going right. See, when you see God's love in action, the kind of love that you ought to see that truth, that love rejoices in, is a love with integrity and honesty. It is a real love. It is the God-honoring love. It's a love that is not manipulating or defensive. That's the kind of love that we rejoice in. It's a love that have no pleasure in the failure of others. It is a sacrificial love. It is a self, it's a love that sacrifices oneself. See what Paul was telling us in that passage of scripture, what he was really saying is that you learn how to love like Jesus loved. See, God is calling us to a higher calling, a higher way of doing things. He says, listen, I don't, didn't call you to love like the world loves. The world loves is temporary. The world love is based on conditions. It's based on how well I treat you. God is saying, if you're going to be a part of the body of Christ, you're going to have to learn how to love the way God has told us to love. And that is the unconditional love of Jesus Christ. He has given us the ability to have, to be, demonstrate his agape love. He has given us the ability to use it. He's given us the ability to walk in it. He's given us the ability to obey his truth and his word he expects us as the body of Christ to walk in love we wonder why our marriages are on the rocks it's because I believe that we have been genuinely we genuinely do not know how to love and the reason why our marriages are on the rocks is because we have expectation of other people. See, when you have unmet expectation, it's going to cause despair. It's going to cause discomfort in your life. It's going to cause you to be disappointed. And so you're going to have to be in a place that you have to learn how to love your spouse unconditionally. And I know it's a difficult thing to do. But as we grow together, 
We grow in love. We grow in grace together. I believe that the Lord uses the marriage relationship to to mold us and to make us into the image of Jesus Christ. Why? Because that is the person that is close to you. That is the person that can get on your last nerve. That's the person that knows all of your weaknesses, know all of your problems, all of your issues. But if we're committed to love the God kind of way, with the genuine agape love of Jesus Christ. We're going to persevere. We're going to stay in there. Instead of throwing in the towel, we're going to strengthen each other. We're going to have an acceptancy of each other. We're going to know and understand that no one is perfect. See, you're not perfect, but you have an expectation that they meet every mark. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss not one, but you expect for them to meet every single need that's in your life. But I'm here to tell you, there is no woman, there is no man that is going to meet every need that you have in your life. So when you're single and you have to decide, I want to get married, I want you to go into that marriage understanding that he is not going to make you whole. She is not going to make you whole. If you're not whole before you get into the relationship, guess what? You're going to have issues with insecurity. You're going to have issues with that person because that person is not meeting your needs. We have to learn how to look through the lens of the word of God and apply the word of God to our situations in our lives. And when we look through the lens of agape, the unconditional love, then we're able to stand still and wait to God bring the perfection. God is the one that transforms us. God is the one that changes us. He's the one that molds us. He's the one that makes us. I didn't understand that. I thought marriage was going to be all just, you know, love and kisses and I love you and you love me. We're not going to ever have no issues. I'm for you and you for me. But honey, after about six weeks, you come to realize there's some work in this thing. I'm going to I'm gonna have to really learn because you think that you know how to love. But you have to learn how to love. Mm -hmm. You got to learn how to love when they don't do things that you like. You got to learn how to love them when they say stuff that you don't like. (laughs) You got to learn how to love them when they have an attitude. You got to learn how to love them and let it go. You got to say, you know what? They just having a moment today. I'm going to let them have their moment. I'm going to go on my way and do what I need to do. But I'm going to keep on loving them. See, because if we judge them based on the things that they do, you're going to always have something that's turning in your heart of dissatisfaction, a dissatisfaction in your mind about your relationship. You're going to always be looking over to the other side and say, well, is the grass greener over there? Let me tell you they got the same issues next door that you have in your house when we think the grass is green over to the other side oftentimes we go over to the other side and we find out oops it was better than the thing that it was better over there but see what the enemy wants to do he wants to deceive us and make us think something that is not true But when you have the agape kind of love in your life, love rejoices with truth. Love is all, it always protects. 
See, that word protect in the Greek means to cover. And it includes the idea of protecting or preserving. See, the agape love protects. It watches out for others. It withstands difficulties, difficult situations. And if there's any shortcomings or if there's any fault in their loved one, love has the ability to cover it. Oh, I know they ain't got it together, but I got to cover. You won't ever know it. You're not going to ever know that it's issues because I got them covered. I'm going to protect them. I'm going to make you think that that's the greatest person there is. Why? Because love always protects. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 12 says, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. It says, see, it covers it all. Now, does that mean that you don't recognize that something is actually happening and is true? No, it doesn't mean that you're walking in the dark. But see, love is not based on selfish desires or even mutual benefit. Rather, it seeks to benefit the other person. This is Jerry G. Martin. I certainly hope you've enjoyed this message. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Jackie that she delivered to the congregation. She says to us that love is action. It's more than words. It is how we actively function, and treat one another. I hope you've received some nuggets from that word that we can apply to our own lives and in our own relationships. If you would like to hear today's message in its entirety, you can hear it again by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Or you can go to our website, at lowcf.org. Again, lowcf.org. We're still in the middle of this dynamic series, and Pastor Jackie is talking about how we receive love and how we give love and how it affects the lives of our loved ones. If you are in a marriage and you need to build your relationship, you need to come on out and be with us on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., We're at 16161 Old Humble Road. Again, that's 16161 Old Humble Road at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning. Then I want to remind you that we have the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. We have Bibles and books and communion supplies, offering envelopes, and whatever you might need for your church or congregation. Call the Beacon Bookstore. It's on the campus of the Light of the World at 16161 Old Dumble Road. And the phone number is 281-441-2885. That's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you. And we'll be with you again next time.